Could India become a Web3 hub? Gavin Wood is retiring as CEO and Bitcoin to 100k soon. That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum, specifically about mining and the change to proof of stake. Then we will also talk about India and Polygon as well as Polkadot. But let's jump right into this first news story. We're talking about Kazakhstan, which is trying to become a big power when it comes to Bitcoin mining. As we all know, China has forbidden mining about one and a, one and a half years ago, but has since September 2022 has allowed back in the miners into the country. And currently the situation is as follows. The US is actually still number one when it comes to mining. So 30 7.84% worldwide. Then we have China with 21% in kind of the world view and Kazakhstan is taking with 13% the third spot. Now the issue with Kazakhstan in this case is that most of the energy is coming from dirty energy sources, meaning oil and gas. And compared to, for example, the US and China, especially in Kazakhstan, there is more usage of oil and gas. Usually when it comes to Bitcoin mining, the countries are trying or the companies are trying to find at least sustainable resources of energy because on one side it's cheaper and on the other side it is also more sustainable when it comes to regulatory issues as well. However, Kazakhstan is trying to become number two now again because of China reopening up the mining market that could become a problem because China is again getting higher when it comes to the spot on the mining. So 21% for China, again, 37 uh, in US and we have in Kazakhstan around 13%. Now it will become quite interesting to see how Kazakhstan will solve this uh, dirty energy resource and whether they will invest more into sustainable energy and whether actually Bitcoin mining could cause a country to invest into more sustainable energy sources. Quite interesting when it comes to Bitcoin mining. In other news, the Bitcoin mining difficulty has risen once again about 3.4% and is now the highest it has ever been, although we're in the depths of a bear market. Now let's have a look at what the traders are saying when it comes to the Bitcoin price. Some are saying 100k in 2023. One of these traders on Twitter is called Credible Crypto and some traders have exchanged ideas and thoughts as to where Bitcoin could move in this new era. They're saying all-time highs of around a hundred thousand when it comes to the Bitcoin price. We will then see a so-called blow-off top and then it will come back to the areas of 10 to 14,000. Others are saying we will probably go back to 21,000 then go back to 14,000 and then we will kind of enter a new bull market phase. Here, shorting support is not a good idea. Send it to 21,000, then nuke it to 14,000. Quite interesting, especially also when you look at the chart. Again here, my range trade is going really, really well. I'm not complaining at all. And if we look at the, let's say the different scenarios of the traders, we can see around 21,000 
So kind of this uh, zone right here, they would expect Bitcoin to rise once again and then it to go back to around 14,000. Could very well be. I'm actually not seeing a scenario where we could probably see Bitcoin go to 100k without any kind of bigger correction. So that would be quite the jump if you think about it. But again, they're saying it for 2023. So probably towards the end of 23, we might see a blow off top, especially if you listen to those traders. Another scenario again, 21,000, then 14, then actually rise back up to the 50s and 60s. I think that is more of a possibility. So for now, I'm happy in this range trade and just waiting on the sidelines. Now let's jump into Ethereum and talk about what has actually changed with the merge. And we can see here kind of from the different articles. So the Financial Times is saying the merge did not fix Ethereum. I was thinking maybe they're referring to the scalability issues, but actually in this case, they're referring more to the centralization of the network, a topic we have mentioned in the crypto market talk in the last couple of weeks, essentially meaning that due to the staking services, that have popped up left and right people are more or less forced to use these staking services because for ethereum staking to actually participate by let's say a retail customer you would actually need 32 ethereum now of course on swiss code and other pages you can also stake partially so you don't need the 32 ethereum but that in turn and this is kind of the argument of this article is causing ethereum to be more centralized than previously. I'm not completely convinced. Again, my theory is that with the unlock period coming in 2023, we will probably see a more distributed kind of a stash of Ethereum tokens all over the place. But for now, we are definitely more centralized in the short term with about four to five big staking services. If we jump to CNBC, they're saying how Ethereum's merge made crypto mining more sustainable. And they're talking about more of a high level area of this proof of stake change. They even said that studies have shown that in 2020, Bitcoin mining consumed 75.4 terawatt hours of electricity, more than all of Austria or Portugal. And Ethereum again was on proof of work and it has since changed to proof of stake and meaning it has lowered its energy usage by around 95 to 99%. Another quite interesting article here is saying that the Ethereum killers are all zombies now, referring to the different kind of theories that all the Ethereum killers are more scalable, are more sustainable, will have more applications on them. And the big question is, where are they now? Ethereum is still commercially one of the biggest networks when it comes to crypto and blockchain networks. We see DeFi applications, we see NFT applications, and all the other networks are actually only producing copycats. We don't see real innovation happening on the different networks. And this article is making the argument that Ethereum is behaving a lot like an actual protocol, like the TCPIP protocol, so the kind of basis layer of the internet, essentially. And I tend to agree with this, and I also agree with the fact that a lot of the, let's say, other blockchains are more copycats. But again, I do believe that it starts with copycats and then the real innovation will start there.
Jumping into the chart, we can have a look at the chart here on Ethereum as well. And very, very similar when it comes to the Bitcoin chart as well. Again, kind of on the lower bound of the range, if you will. But again, depending on how Bitcoin will behave, I could also see us go to around 2K and then nuke back down to around 750 to 800 US dollars. Or if the 100K theory is actually true, I could see Ethereum go to 10K even as well. So still quite the boring trade, if you will, when it comes to Bitcoin and Ethereum. But again, if you want to have the kind of the lower volatility days, this is perfect for technical analysis and you can essentially trade them unless there is a bigger event coming from the outside. Moving on, we can also talk about this study right here. India could become a major hub when it comes to Web3 in 2032. Because India is saying, or a new study has come out that, that is saying that Indian startups are mostly investing in the Web3 and blockchain area and also making sure that people are educated enough to actually have enough when it comes to the employee workforce. This study is actually saying that when it comes to Web3, India will be number one by the 2030s. Now, currently, India is number three. So number one is the US, then China, and then, of course, Ch uh, India. But essentially, because they're investing so much into Web3 right now, and here we have the classic example, of course, Polygon, for example, Indian startup investing a lot into Indian infrastructure as well. That could essentially mean that these new Web3 startups and Web3 employees are actually coming from India. Now that in turn is very positive for Matic, which right now is more in the, I wanna say mid-range to interesting phase for me because it has had very interesting partnerships in the last couple of months. It has survived the bear market quite well. However, the problem with these partnerships is that usually it won't have a big effect on the token price. So for now, this is still kind of the bear market trade when it comes to Polygon. Again, looking at kind of the scaling solutions, Polygon is one of the most popular Ethereum scaling solutions out there. So it will be interesting to see whether Polygon will make it to the big leagues and become an actual important token. Now, last story, but also one of the biggest stories, Gavin Wood is retiring as a CEO. He was the chief executive officer of Parity, which is the company behind Polkadot, which was founded 2015, shortly after kind of getting away from Ethereum. As you know, Gavin Wood was also one of the co-founders of Ethereum as well. Now, one of the co-founders of Parity, Björn Wagner from Germany, is actually taking the CEO position right now. And Gavin Wood wants to become more of a thinker, of a tinker, of a programmer once again, and will become the chief architect of the protocol. Now, usually when stuff like this happens, it's actually a bad sign. In this case, though, kind of knowing how Gavin Wood as a person is when it comes to PR stuff, you can actually see that he is actually more of the programmer. He doesn't want to be, be the big uh, outspoken manager that holds presentations and this and that. He wants to be the guy that is in the background building and making sure that Polkadot is reaching its actual vision. When it comes to price, it hasn't had a big effect on the Polkadot price. However, what is now interesting is 
Polkadot has come into a zone of interest for me. So this is a zone I've drawn many, many weeks ago. And for me, this becomes now an interesting buy, especially considering that Polkadot has the second largest amount of developers on the platform. It essentially means that the developers are ruling the platforms and Polkadot could be number two after Ethereum. Could be quite an interesting trade if you want to get in. As always, make sure that you you subscribe to this channel to not miss any other crypto news. That was it from the crypto market talk. I will see you on the next one. Have a good one.